my own office with a glass door making six figures. And I could still ask myself, is this it? The internet has made it easier than ever to start a business. Succeeding on the internet, now that's another story. The big question is, what are those who are succeeding doing differently? This podcast has the answers. Hi, my name is Lisanne Murphy. I've spent the last three years running a successful advertising agency. I noticed with certain clients, I ran into the same problem over and over again. Their offering was just not grabbing the prospect's heart and wrestling them into purchasing submission. Why? Many of these business owners were so far down the road in their journey and so in love with their product, they forgot who they were serving, missing some essential steps along the way. So I'm pivoting focus. Join me as I go behind the scenes with the most brilliant entrepreneur minds to demystify the nitty gritty marketing hacks needed to be successful before spending thousands on advertising that ultimately separate the internet legends from the dreamers. On the previous episode, we heard from Katherine Jones, who shared about the art and science of design and how to engineer designs that convert. There were some serious knowledge nuggets. It is an episode you absolutely cannot miss. Welcome, everybody. I am here with Amanda Osceoli. She is a powerhouse lady who helps other powerhouse women entrepreneurs. She is a business strategist and processes fanatic. She's coming at me today uh, from Tampa, Florida. She's got a beautiful family, a couple young kids, and she is an outdoors and reading lover. So uh, we're so excited to have Amanda with us today. Amanda, why don't you tell us a little bit about your backstory, where you came from, and how you ended up to what you're doing today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, a little bit about me. So I started really my professional world out in San Diego after I graduated from college. And I have been in the financial space ever since. So I was working for a few different uh, financial entrepreneurs throughout my journey, ended up with a couple big companies. Um, but throughout that time, I was really developing an expertise in several different areas. So I was in you know, starting out, I was in financial operations and administration, um, then jumped into some training for a bit, ended my career in financial sales. Um, all of that to say, okay, Amanda, why aren't you like just a virtual CPA or a CFO or something? Don't get me wrong. I loved being in finance for 10 years, but I was ready to step into something that I was a little bit more passionate about, not just good at. So I always love that part of my story of I came from a mostly male dominated industry to basically put a stamp on my business to say, I'm going to work with female small business entrepreneurs or small businesses. So I love that switch of my backstory. Um, really, the culmination for me is that I'd moved to a new city. So I was actually living in Nebraska, moved to Tampa and you know, at the time, this is my, my story. I like to paint the picture for all listeners is that, you know, I was sitting in a glass office or my own office with a glass door making six figures. And I could still ask myself, is this it? So that was when I really started to understand there must be more. I know I'm made for more. And how do I get there? How do I find it? What am I going to do? 
Um, it was the hour long commute on either side of my day that started to really crush my soul. And that was, that was the fire, honestly, that lit under me to say, I need to do something different here. Right. And now I've had children and I'm married and, and all the things that go into it. And I didn't want to just be stuck at a job that sure I was good at and making good money. But what I think surprises people the most is that, but I just wasn't happy, right? Like not money, money doesn't make you happy. It truly is the passion of what you're doing throughout your day for the most part that I do believe makes you happy. So that was, you know, really the tipping point for me um, on where I came from. I love it. I love it. Well, as someone who's also come out of the corporate world into the entrepreneurial world, man, I just, I love you so much already for that. Um, so I just have, I have one question for you that I know you're just going to have a powerhouse answer for what small marketing strategy or tactic has made the biggest difference in your business and why? For me, the biggest difference has been the fact that I can set tangible goals and then construct them backwards, engineer them to actually achieve them. So let's break that down because that sounds like a bunch of mumble jumble. What I mean is that throughout all of my corporate career, I was working with people, helping them set financial goals. And then how do we actually get you there? Right. So I'm working out a 10, 20, 30 year plan for all of my, my people that I worked with in finance. That was what taught me this skill of goal setting, goal planning, and then also just goal executing. So now flip that into the entrepreneurial space. Um, I want to make a million dollars, for example, let's go with, let's hit home, right? Let's go home run. Well, sure. I can make a million dollars, but how am I going to do that? How many clients is it going to take? How many closes is it going to take? What is my close ratio? Okay. If my close ratio is 40%, how many people does that mean I actually have to talk to? How many discovery calls do I actually have to have, right? Like you can break it down to the granular to actually achieve that $1 million business mark. Um, two things that people usually miss one, they don't set the goal or they set the goal of, I want to make 50 grand this year. The goal's too small. Like you're not, who wants to keep fighting for 50 grand? Not many people, right? Hell, if you tell me I can fight for a million dollars, sure. I'll keep fighting for a million dollars. So, you know, part of it is that you have to have a pretty big, audacious, sexy goal out there, but then you have to reverse engineer it. So you have to then actually build out a daily process that can take you to achieve that goal. If you just look at your goals once a year on January 1st, chances are you're never going to achieve them because you're not actually doing anything to get there. I love that. And can you give us an example of something you've done that in your own business with? Great question. Uh, This actually is, it's a personal goal, but it's something that was pretty monumental for our family. And one of our goals was we're going to live in our dream house. And how do we want to live in our dream house? What was it going to cost? Right. We drove literally in the neighborhood that we wanted for a year, for an entire year. We only looked in one neighborhood and just kept waiting, waiting, waiting until the financials fit in. We knew what the financials were going to take. It was that point also when I was quitting my corporate career. So it was even more on high end of okay, how predictable is the income, right? Where is the income going to come from? Um, Being able to actually buy our dream home. I mean, it's one of our biggest successes, I think, that we have to date. 
sure, my business success is wonderful and awesome. But I mean, the fact that I can sit in my own office and close the doors and look outside at a pool living in Tampa, Florida is just pretty freaking sweet. So um, I could share something that's a little bit more nerdy on the business side. But that's one that I love to share because I think it's real. I think it's real. And I think it hits home for a lot more people than just oh, I hit, you know, like my other example, I hit a million dollars or I hit six figures or I, you know, had a $20,000 launch, whatever these other things I think that you hear out there are important and powerful. Um, For me and my family, it was that we wanted to be in a beautiful home that made us happy where kids could have fun. and, And that's been powerful for us. I love it. Well, it also shows that these tactics, like while it helps businesses, they can be applied to your own life and they should be applied to your own life, whether that's landing in a dream house or, or losing weight or being able to do a pull up or whatever, whatever it might be. Yeah. I mean, I'm an avid reader. So if it's that I want to read 20 books this year, well, I can't just tell myself I want to read 20 books. I have to reverse it and then figure out, well, how much do I have to actually read every day to read 20 books in a year? Yeah, it goes, it goes both ways. And I think sometimes the real life examples allow people to see the possibility of it a little bit easier than sometimes in the business world. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for sharing that strategy with us. Um, That's something that I'm super excited to apply into my own business. Why don't you say really quickly how listeners can follow you and and get a hold of you? Wonderful. Uh, The best place to hang out with me would be on Facebook. Um, You can find my Facebook group. It's called The Lux Way, L-U-X. Um, from overwhelmed to organized Um, that you can hang out there. We do live trainings um, and all sorts of good stuff. Um, And that's the best place to find me online. Awesome. So go ahead and check out Amanda's group. She's also giving away a, um, an, a, onboarding sheet that she uses to bring on clients. She helps with strategy. So that's going to be below in the notes. So um, go ahead, take that download and then go thank her for it in her group and go ahead and follow her awesomeness. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Hey, thanks so much for being on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to the Marketing Matrix podcast. On the next episode, we hear from Mark Stern. This entrepreneur powerhouse left corporate consulting to rock the online marketing world. Listen in as he shares his number one strategy for success.